Welcome back to <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Welcome back to the crossover podcast, showing you comics, pop culture, and sports. And we've been gone for a month, and now we're back. And it is sports, 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 because the National Football League is back tomorrow night. Uh, joining me today is uh, Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Uh, it's going very well. How are you? Oh, not so bad. Uh, and back by popular demand, his brother Bill. How's it going, Bill? It is going just fine, sir. Thank you. All right. Great to have the both of you guys back to talk a little bit of the pigskin. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. And uh, we're on a little bit of a time crunch. So what do you guys say we just get into it? We'll forego our usual banter. And uh, we'll we'll just go... uh, just a quick refresher for everybody, just in case they're first time listening to one of our NFL podcasts. We just we go through the lines uh, every week, and we each try to pick. Uh, we we jokingly participate in the Vegas Super Contest, which is the uh, unfortunately for us we don't have a hundred thousand dollars a piece just lying around just yet. Uh, hopefully, uh, maybe we'll get sponsored we'll one day. Houses, because if we win, mm-hmm. we could buy several houses. We yeah. can't afford not to do. It. <laughs> Well played. Uh, yeah, and then at the end, we'll, we'll pick our, our, our five against the spread, and uh, I'll probably get you guys to give me a little Super Bowl prediction for funsies. Uh, but uh, without further ado, here we go. Tomorrow night, uh, first game of the season, the Green Bay Packers head to Chicago to take on the Bears of the very same city. Uh, how come the Patriots are not playing in this game, you guys? They wanted to do Green Bay and Chicago for the 100th anniversary of the NFL. Ah, uh, I suppose. In the best, uh, which I don't like. Yeah. It, if if it was any team other than the Patriots, I'd be like, "This is bull." Like the Thursday, mm-hmm. the first Thursday game is a really cool thing that you get for winning the Super Bowl. Yep. But since it's the Patriots doesn't get to play in it, I don't care. Yeah, Gosh. exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the potato faces have had have had enough. Um, the Bears are favored by three at home, and this is one of the the first ones. The Sharps are coming in early on this one. Uh, they're on the Packers. How do you feel about that, Bill? I, I don't want to go anywhere near the Packers this year. Uh, Bears, I think, are probably a safer choice at home, first game of the season. Um, I, I like the Bears better than the Packers. Well, the gambling community, uh, or at the very least, not necessarily the Sharps specifically, but the gambling community appears to like the Bears exactly the same as they like the Packers based on this line. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think I'd be taking the Bears here because I'm not necessarily sold on things going swimmingly with this new offense for the Packers yet. I think the Packers will be better this year than they've been the last couple of seasons, especially, obviously, if Rodgers is healthy. But uh, I'm taking the Bears in week one. I would, I, I'd stick with the Packers I just this is me just going completely against the Bears it's got a uh it's really got the the analytics going one way and going the other way whereas uh from last year right whereas the Packers were the team that you know underachieved last year lost a few games Rodgers was playing on one leg for the entire season and and everything went for Chicago I get that exactly yeah everything went for Chicago in a couple of spots. Uh, I think that year, the, the the next year of Matt Nagy's offense, they'll be better. But uh, the defense will not be nearly as good, I don't think, just because you're not going to keep up that level of excellence. But no, I'm taking, I'm taking the Bears. Yeah, the turnover luck. The just for this week, I think the Packers finish ahead of the Bears through the season, but the mm-hmm. Bears get a win week one at home. I see that. It's also you know Mitch Trubisky versus, and like remember last year they had this game. This game was played on a Thursday too last year, wasn't it? In Chicago, and the Bears, it, it was definitely a primetime game, and the Bears had a huge lead. And that was the game where Rodgers got carted off and then came back and destroyed them in the fourth quarter on yep. one leg. Uh, so I'm sure they'd love something like that to happen on the uh, on yeah. for something heroic. Um, let us head to the Sunday night games. First up, another sharp play. The Los Angeles Rams are heading to Carolina, and the Rams are getting three on the road. So you know the Sharps are going to jump all over the Carolina Panthers at home. And I am with them, you guys. This is going to be one of my five. What do you think, Bill? I don't know. I don't know what to expect from the Rams. I feel like I know what to expect from Carolina, but the Rams, I don't know what I'm going to get this year. Um, I, I think I take Carolina at home, um, but I'm not nearly as confident as you are. Yeah, I just, I I, I think this is a little bit of a, the public uh, overvaluing the Rams. I don't think, you know, and you guys know me, I'm just pretty much always going to grab a line where, where there's a home dog and not really look at the teams. And in this case, I'm actually getting a very good team at home. 
yeah. uh, with, uh, I, I mean, obviously the hesitation to take the Panthers is that uh, Cam Newton might not be 100% in this game, but I think that's a little bit of sandbagging. But uh, I think the Rams are going to have a very good season. I don't, I don't predict them to fall off or anything like that, although it's always tough to get back to the playoffs after you made the Super Bowl the year before. But I, I just, I really like the Panthers in this spot at home. Good team. And, uh, yeah. Jared Goff just signed a big extension, so maybe he's feeling a little too heavy, you know. Maybe maybe he's like feeling a little feeling a little warm, you know. Like he's like, hey, I got my money. Maybe I don't need to try hard. I don't know, but uh, I, I just like the Panthers. Uh, thoughts on this one, Craig? I I like the Panthers a lot this season. I think the Panthers are very very undervalued by the public. I uh, and now my concern here, week one, would be how healthy is Cam Newton. And if you were to take the Rams based on that, I, I wouldn't be argumentative. Uh, but if if I knew I was getting a six, 16 games of hell to Cam Newton, I'd be feeling very, very good about betting significantly on Carolina to do very well this season. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Carolina. I think they're going to be one of my five. I'm going to I'm going to go make what, what I perceive as a as a sharp play and uh, go with that. Uh, next up, the Tennessee Titans are heading to Cleveland to take on the super hype train that is currently the Cleveland Browns. And the Cleveland Browns are favored by minus five and a half. Uh, This seems a little bit too high for me, although I am just not really ready to trust the Titans yet. So I have this game as a stay away. But uh, I'm just going to tell you guys, I'm not currently on this Cleveland Browns hype train. I bet the under on them to start uh, on their win total for the season. Um, And they're going to have to prove it to me before I get there. What do you think, Craig? Uh, spread is Browns by five and a half. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I, I, I want Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know that, you know, people are talking about the hype train and whatnot, but the roster is as talented as there is in the NFL. I really believe that. Um, give me, give me the Browns, uh, this week. I think that the Browns are very good. And I think the Titans are very bad and the Titans are missing, uh, Taylor Lewan this week. So if you're Miles Garrett, that is, mm-hmm. <laughs> That is enticing. Give me the Browns. Yeah, I just thought this is a stay away. I'm sure there'll be plenty of other spots to get the Browns uh, later on this year, and I mean, probably won't have to lay five and a half. I just, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll wait and see it because it wasn't even this time last year that the Cleveland Browns were fans and organization and everybody was waiting for what was it, Bud Light or whatever, to open beer fridges for their first win. We are less than a year removed from that. <laughs> you remember you remember that little promotion yeah, where they had yeah they had all the fridges like locked yeah. up. how do you feel about this matchup bill um yeah i'm not as excited as a lot of people about cleveland i know they have some talent but sometimes you can mash talent together and that doesn't do it right um but tennessee no matter what is garbage so i still go with cleveland uh and it's not a pro cleveland so much as it is anti-tennessee fair tennessee was the jerk team to me last year right where they kept winning bullshit games and i had their under god uh, what are you going to do? Uh, next up, uh, this is the major sharp play of the week, you guys. The Kansas City Chiefs are heading to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Chiefs are minus four favorite on the road. Um, the Sharps are all – this is this is the ultimate pros versus Joes matchup. The public is all over the Chiefs. Um, this is the most bet game of the week is this game. Uh, public overwhelmingly on the Chiefs and the Sharps have come in and just hammered the Jaguars as the as the four point underdog. Uh, I'm agreeing with them and and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Jacksonville Jaguars who I think are currently being severely underrated and I think could actually flat out win this football game. So I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the plus four even though I know that it sounds like I'm crazy and it's week one so I shouldn't be this crazy yet. But uh, what do you think, Bill? Kansas City Chiefs minus four on the road. Whew. Um, minus four on the road. I, I think I got to go Kansas city here. Um, I, I think they should be able to move the ball with enough efficiency where Jacksonville, uh, will have a tough time keeping up with them. Um, Jacksonville's got a new quarterback now, which is a little exciting, but I don't think they'll be good enough to keep Kansas city from scoring what, 32 points, you know, like, yeah, a couple years too late on the new quarterback, too, right? <laughs> At least two years, yeah. <laughs> Probably could have been two games, yeah. Yeah, jeez. Uh, Craig, Kansas City Chiefs, Jacksonville Jaguars, what do you think? I am very much with you uh, on the Jacksonville situation. I think that they are not – they're they're going to be better than people are giving the credit for. And yeah. based on the Andrew Luck retirement situation, are we really to rule out Jacksonville winning the AFC South? Like, truly. I don't know no. if – like, 
Other divisions, I would rule, rule them out winning, but the AFC South, I'm not sure I'm ruling out Jacksonville winning it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, I could easily see them beating Kansas City at home this weekend. Uh, I, I think the Chiefs will win this game, but I would want the four points. Yeah. Um, they're, Jacksonville's definitely going to be one of my four, I think. I just I can't resist a home dog. I just can't do it. Actually, maybe I can resist a home dog because here's <laughs> one. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are heading to Miami. Um. A and team losing games on purpose. A, a team per- losing games on purpose who just traded away uh, their left tackle for some draft And just receiver. Please continue. Yeah, and uh, smartly, smartly did those things, we should say. Yep. Um, that said, <laughs> the plus seven, I got to tell you, is damn tempting. Because uh, we're talking about a we're, – we're, we're talking about Jackson going on the uh, on the road. I think that this is a situation where I, I'm staying away from this game. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. This is a situation where if Baltimore scores first, they're just going to run it down the Dolphins' throats. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a game where it ends, you know, Baltimore 17, Miami 3. Miami's never going to have, like, Baltimore's going to have nine-minute drives. going to feel like the Dolphins have, like, two, three and outs in a row, and somehow an entire half goes away. Uh, that's the that's sort of where I foresee this game going, mostly because Miami is almost devoid of offensive talent. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. I think if you're gambling, if you're gambling on this game, which I, I don't recommend you do, I think you've got to take the Dolphins side because it's just it's, it's a seven point home dog. When you when you see seven points at home, you're just you're not allowed to look at the teams. I'm sorry. You're just uh, not. Yeah. And the, the thing I would say is if you're going to if you're going to give seven with a road team, yeah. it's gonna be a team that you're thinking, OK, maybe they're scoring 40 today. Yeah. Is not scoring yeah. 40 on Sunday. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, if Baltimore has the lead by 14 with four minutes left and Miami scores, I see that script playing out. You know, yeah. like they're not going to have a massive lead. They're going to have a decent lead. And then lead. Baltimore's going to get the ball back. They're going to run it a few times. All of a sudden, the clock's going to be gone, and that's the end yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I can see them covering seven. I'd take the seven here. Yeah, and they are talking about, like, we are talking about the Ravens, who should be very uh, decent to very good this year, but they are, we are talking about taking a, a, for all intents and purposes, uh, a rookie quarterback on the road, right? Like, yeah. it, and you're trying to, you're talking and about playing seven points. Most people are going to be cheering for the Ravens. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm just, that's, that's, that's the one thing I would say about this being a road game. But I, I, I agree for me, it's a stay away, but I agree that if you had to bet on it, I would have a hard time turning down seven points at home, even with this lousy Miami team. Is this game potentially going to be affected by this ridiculous hurricane that is no, happening? It's too far north. It's too far north. Okay. But okay. yet again, it's too far north, not the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yet again, uh, a, a bungling by the, uh, <laughs> By the the freaking, I mean, Carolina and both Florida teams have home games this week in week yeah. one. Yeah, just now, this, of course, this would have been decided in April, but yes. Yeah. Um, it feels as though let's uh, stop it though. The, like the, every the, year, right, with the South Florida the, the games that uh, are in the path of hurricanes every September, maybe mm-hmm. kind of trying to take them away from home every. Uh, yeah, it would be a reasonable thing to suggest. Yeah, they should, uh, until uh, until uh, these hurricanes stop, maybe don't give them week one home games. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Seems like an easy. I game. have a feeling these hurricanes are going to get worse before they get better. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Atlanta Falcons are heading to Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill, the -hmm. Minnesota Vikings. And the Vikings are laying four at home. I, Craig and I had a little discussion on our over-unders podcast about how we like the Atlanta Falcons. We really like the Minnesota Vikings as well. So this is a very interesting game to me. Um, We like that bet of Atlanta to make the playoffs. But for some reason, I can't shake the feeling that this game, that we're going to learn even though it's week one and you shouldn't read into week one too much, but I had just, I can't shake this feeling that we're going to learn a lot about how the season is going to go for these two particular teams based on how this game goes. Am I crazy in thinking that Craig? I, this is my favorite game of week one. It might be. It, uh, it might like uh, for the one o'clock game that's between this and chiefs Jaguars, I think for yeah. the, for the superstar game. Um, but I'm so my favorite game week one, up. by the way, would have been chargers Colts had though. Luck thing not happened. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I think this game's going to be good. I like the Vikings at home. I do too. Um, I just I just think that they're going to be able to control the ball well enough and uh, keep uh, that Atlanta offense off the field. I like the Vikings at home. I do too. I think they're going to be one of my five. Uh, Bill, how do you feel about your boys going in into a home game against the Falcons? Pretty positive. I, I think the Falcons are one of those teams that. They always worry me. Like Minnesota, I feel consistently beats bad teams. It's the mediocre teams that I'm more uneasy of. I think Atlanta's better than mediocre. I yeah. 
Uh, I, yeah. I like the, I think I think both these teams are good. Yeah. I mean, they're both. Yeah. Let's say on the higher end, but I'd mm-hmm. say maybe. Yeah. Top 10 for both. Sure. Maybe. Um, yeah, no, I, I would think I'd so. be fine with that. Either way, one of them just misses. Um, I, I'd say I like Minnesota to win this game, but as a fan, I'm nervous. As a better, I'm taking Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, the the. If you're looking at the Vikings, the downside for for taking them would be perhaps this Cousins thing is just a complete and utter disaster from the get go. That that's the that's the nuclear worst case scenario. Um, best case scenario is you look at the Vikings and it was just on every conceivable level the no effing way season for the for the Minnesota Vikings. Like every every and chance to make the playoffs week 17. Yeah, and they and they still had the chance to make the playoffs. Them and Jacksonville were duking it out last year for the uh, the no effing way season. Just had so many blown games, and Minnesota had that weird game against Buffalo at home last year. Uh, they were like a 17 point favorite and lost or whatever it was. But uh, I'm 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 thinking the Vikings are going to put that all behind them. There's just too much talent on that roster. Going up against a good team week one, so you know they'll be prepared. I'm, I'm laying the points with the Vikings. They're going to be one of my five. Uh, next up, a game that normally we would uh, not have a lot to talk about, but this year there's at least a little bit of intrigue, I think. Uh, the Bills of Buffalo are heading into New York to take on the New York football Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, Jets getting the three-point home bump. Craig, what do you think? Yeah, I, I like the Jets a lot in this game. I think they're they're a lot better than Buffalo is, aren't yeah, they? I I agree, and I can see something like I can see I can see this game deciding fantasy weeks. Weirdly, you know, like I can I can see uh, you know, like, I don't know. this game are going to be in fantasy football matches. Well, like Robbie Anderson, I assume will get started. Yeah, Robbie Anderson, and, and there yeah, might be right? some Devin Singletary people. Yeah, but. like there's going to be some. There's going to be some people. I mean, the Bills who just cut Lashawn McCoy, right? And uh, so obviously they, I don't know, they just seemed, that seemed like a money thing to me. It was, uh, yeah, more than anything else. Um, the Jets, I'm just, I'm intrigued to see how their offense was work would work, and they got Le'Veon Bell, right? So I'm, I'm curious to see how that goes, and. The Bills, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly intrigued to see how both these teams run their offense. Is is the thing because I, I just don't know what to expect. And the Jets have both some pieces on on the offensive side of the ball that uh, that are at least worth a, a a look to me. Like I don't I don't think this is a like corner TV game sort of thing. Um, what do you think, Bill? Jets minus three. I, I do like the Jets more. I think both these teams have been forced to change their offenses quite a bit uh they're both they're, these are probably traditionally two of the least sexy teams in the nfl yeah um, there's sure. just nothing exciting about them mm. um but they they play tough football so i'd say the jets they're always at least pretty decent so i'd take the uh, take the home team here uh i'm going to uh disagree with pierce as far as like keeping a look at this game because uh right. that's something to say about this game all right Later. all right hold on uh craig needles if you would, please. Scott Hansen, <laughs> do not show this game. All right. That's the first one. And I got to say, kind of a weak one, though, right? Like, it's not like where you look at and be like, oh, that's the Scott Hansen game. Yeah, uh, right? Like, not the ugliest I, I, one we've ever had. Schedule and the rest of the one o'clock schedule dictate that this is the Scott Hansen game. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You, like, you're, you're handcuffed by the rules. Yep. But I got to say, kudos to the Bills and the Jets for, as of us recording this podcast, so far, it looks like, hey, th- this is not the, like, like, sometimes, like, I don't know, sometimes that Scott Hansen game, man, we're just like, oh, God, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. like, if that Lions-Cardinals game, I think, although the Cardinals at least have, uh, the, Kyler uh, Murray. At least have the Kyler oh. Murray thing. So it's I, a bit know, of a line there. Yeah, until further notice, we're not allowed to put Kyler Murray in. Consider Baltimore-Miami, and going back, yeah. it would probably say Baltimore-Miami, but the reason I didn't say that mm-hmm. was because I, I think there's a chance that just the Dolphins are just comically awful. Yeah. So, yeah like, uh, Scott Hansen doesn't usually show people because they're comically awful. Well, no, but it, that leads to like, yeah. hey... Going yes. into the red zone over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? It's like, let Scott Hansen. And we're going to head back to Miami where Baltimore's in the red zone yet again. Let's see what happens. The right? fumble the kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, last game of the 1 o'clock slate. The Washingtons, uh, yeah, the Washingtons are <laughs> headed to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Eagles laying the most points, or tied for laying the most points this week. Uh, minus nine and a half. 
Uh, wow. Um, complete and utter stay away for me. I know the Washingtons are a disaster right now. They are on paper. Man, it's them and the Dolphins in terms of, are we trying to win games? I think, but at the same time, division game, week one, I'm not laying nine and a half points. Uh, and, and Something's I, offering 10 if you really want to bet Washington. Yeah, the, the 10 isn't even that enticing to me. I don't, I, like, I'm not liking what Washington's showing me right now. Gonna need to see oh, no, they're, they're, they're bad, and I, I would suggest not gambling in this game unless you yeah. had. Stay away I, from me. What do you think? I'd probably take Washington. I just it tends too much to lay. We, we don't know if about yeah. these. We don't know enough about these teams to lay ten points. Yeah, my yeah. favorite. My Although favorite. I think the Eagles, I think that you could put put together a very very solid argument that the Eagles are far and away. Well, not far and away, but the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, and Washington's very much the worst team in the NFC. You could put that argument together pretty easily, mm-hmm. and I would probably agree with you. Yeah, it, again, it's just too that that line's too high for me for Week One. Although I famously took, I think a. Fourteen point, like the week one. It was the year I want to say it was like 2013. Craig, it was the year that uh, the first Peyton Manning year when he was just slinging it all over the the field mm-hmm. for, for the Broncos and uh, the the Jaguars were the worst team in the league. And I think they had a week one matchup against the old like Shady McCoy Eagles, and I believe they were a 14 point underdog, and the Jaguars got up 17 to nothing. Uh, and then proceeded to give up 35 points and not cover the spread. And I remember I was very upset about that. I was like, oh, man, I'm up 31 to nothing. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Not winning. Oh, God. Uh, Anything to add on this one, Bill? Uh, I'm not giving anybody 10 points week one. Yeah. Simple as that. You got it. You would just have to hold your nose and take Washington. But there's so many other better spots, I think, this week that I I think you can ignore this game. Um, Four o'clock games. First one up, 4.05. The Indianapolis Colts are heading to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Uh, Or, I guess, I mean, there'll probably be more Colts fans in the building than Chargers fans, but uh, who knows. Now, we all know that the Colts obviously have this thing with uh, Andrew Luck retiring. But I got to tell you, a lot of the gambling guys uh, who know the math and have the systems that uh, allow them to make uh, lots and lots and lots of money have informed peons like myself that uh, Andrew Luck was only worth about a one-point swing in games last year, you guys. So for this line to go from Chargers minus three to Chargers minus seven, um, I consider that a bit of an overreaction. We really like this Chargers team. Craig and I talked ad nauseum about it on, on our over-unders podcast. Although, since, since we talked about that, several members of the Chargers have become injured. Have become injured or are refusing. But it's exactly to... what we talked about on yeah, that podcast. Exactly. Potentially refusing to play. Um, the drop-off from Brissett to Luck, from Luck to Brissett is significant, but I don't think it's four points significant. I think we've got to jump on the Colts this week because the Colts are getting seven points in a building where there will be more people cheering for their team than the Chargers. The Chargers are a damn good team. They will probably win this game, but I can see the Colts keeping close. All-time Bill Simmons-style Ewing theory uh, here for the Colts as well. Uh, Everybody, I don't know. Everybody just expects the Colts to drop off the face of the earth, and I think that the actual talent on the roster is too good to do that. I just, the only thing that I think... You wanted to tell me that Jacoby Brissett is like a middle of the road, like in the teens amongst NFL starting quarterbacks? I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I think the only thing that is completely taken off the board for the Colts this season with the luck retirement is a Super Bowl. I think that is the only thing that, like, like I, I had to go after he retired. I had to go and cancel. I had money on the on the Colts to win at eighteen to one. I had to go and cancel that because obviously I'm like, nope. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I think the only thing that has honestly been taking off, uh, off the board for them is the Super Bowl. So I I'm, further than that, I think that mm-hmm. the odds of them even playing past the, say. Uh, Playing past divisional weekend is are really low. Yeah, well, I I mean like is Jacoby Brissett gonna win a road like a road playoff game? No, probably not. But you know, I'm 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 not getting into the specific examples. I'm just kind of saying like here here's like the the. Yeah, can they go ten and six win this division? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I I, think, I think seven might be good in this division. That's true. Um, I'm going to be laying the. I'm going to be sorry taking the points with the Colts this week. Uh, what do you think, Bill? Ah. Uh... 
I kind of kind of like the Chargers. I, I hear what you're saying that it might be a bit of an overreaction, but if this gets into gunslinging, the Colts, I realize Brissett is capable, but they had trouble winning games with luck, you know, and luck's beyond capable. Um, but seven is too high. If this were down around four, maybe I'd take them. So I think I'd take the points at, at seven. It's a, it's a stay away from you, but I've had to bet I bet in the Colts. Uh, the since the stay away, I think the Chargers are really, really good. Yeah, That's I it. agree. I just I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Colts and I'm gonna hope the Chargers win by three. That's that's the dream scenario for me. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals head to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Seahawks matching the Eagles right now, uh, laying nine and a half, having just added Jadavian Clowney to the old uh, lineup there. Um, again, nine and a half bit too high to lay on week one, but I would feel more confident. It's weird because I think the Eagles are better than the Seahawks, but I would be more confident with the Seahawks laying the nine and a half against the Bengals than I would against Washington for some reason. I, it's just the divisional thing that's throwing me. And the Bengals, man, they are just, they are in dire straits right now. That roster looks ugly that's bad. um however uh this stay away from me i, I don't want to trust the Bengals to take uh i don't want to trust the Bengals with points and i'm not laying nine and a half week one what do you think bill yeah i don't want to go anywhere near this but uh i i would take the points can't um, you see some sort of scenario though where because the Bengals' offensive line is not good and they're playing second string guys all over the place uh that jadevian clowny just comes and has this huge welcome to seattle game and just like wrecks andy dalton it's possible, like, but he was he was a sack like every other game guy. It's not like he was exactly lighting it up on. Oh, I know, I know, he wasn't. Uh, I'm not saying he's gonna he's not gonna lead the league in sacks. I'm just saying that like you know the the juices are gonna be flowing. He's gonna be yeah. amped up, and the Bengals are bad, and yeah. the are bad at blocking people. That's that's why I'm saying that. I'm not saying that because he, he he's not he's not gonna be some sack monster for Seattle. I'm just saying for this particular matchup. That or, is a fair statement. Yeah, I I, I could see that. Him, yeah, having like a three sack game and it just being 100%. like, welcome, yeah. Or you know, he just you know, he strips, he strips Dalton or something or whatever. Yeah, something. I I would, I foresee him having a moment in this game. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know. Stay away from me. What do you think, Crick? No, I'm I'm not betting on this game either. Yeah, uh, Bill. Uh, if I had to, I'm going with the Bengals, but mm. I don't want to. Just taking the nine points. Hold your nose and take the points. That's probably absolutely. Um, four twenty-five game. My beloved Detroit Lions are heading to Arizona to take on Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Lions are favored by two and a half on the road. I don't understand this at all. And I'm gonna break one of the cardinal rules slash sins of of gambling, which is uh, never bet against your team. And I am certainly gonna bet against my team. I'm gonna take the Cardinals at home. It's a home dog in Week One against, and it's the Detroit Lions. I'm sorry, I don't like this team, Lions team. I don't, I don't, the, I don't understand this line. What do you make of this line, Craig? Uh, I, I mean, don't. I know the Cardinals are bad, but the, to me, at, at least I'm, I'm not sure. Them, right? Are, I'm not yeah. certain. Cardinals are bad. I love the Cardinals in this game, by the yeah, way. They look like a seven-win team at most to me, the Cardinals. Oh, the defense is going to be horrific. Yeah. And that's going to be something that costs them quite a bit. I think the offense is going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be really good on offense. Uh, I really believe that. And I, I so maybe I, I'm believing in Cliff Kingsbury. I'm believing in, in Kyler Murray. I'm believing in, well, you know, he, Kyler Murray is going to have some dudes around that can make his life easier in Christian Kirk and David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. Obviously, they drafted some guys, too. Uh, no, I, I, I think the Cardinals offense is going to be really fun to watch this season. Uh, and I definitely think that they're going to uh, cover the spread against Detroit this week. I think they could flat out win this game. So oh, I'm like, absolutely. absolutely. So yeah, you, you, this is a, I feel like this is, I our, feel like our, this game should be a pick. Yeah. That's what I said. I this absolutely. should be a pick and then I would at least think about it, but like getting points, to the Cardinals, forget about it. This is our first, as I perceive it, true layup of week one. Uh, what do you think, Bill? Uh, I agree. I, I think the Cardinals last year were the epitome of awful. Um, mm-hmm. but Detroit wasn't good. The Cardinals made a lot of moves in the off season. That makes me think they're going to be a little bit better. Detroit made some moves, but they didn't build as much confidence as Arizona did. So true. I mean, the roster is somewhat better for the Lions, at least on the offensive I, side of the ball, I, I think, but defensively, I think they're a little bit worse. And 
I don't know. I I just I'm not on the Patricia bandwagon at all. So I'm I, I Well he's on thin ice, I'm sure, this year. Yeah, I've just after one year, right? God, ridiculous. Uh anyway, I don't want to talk about the Lions anymore. Let's move on. Uh next up, the New York Giants are heading to Dallas to take on the Cowboys who just signed Ezekiel Elliott to a nice hefty little uh six what was it? Six years, ninety million? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. The real and the reality is, it's five years or four years, fifty, fifty but. or whatever. Yeah, we don't need to get into the logistics of it. But he's back. I don't know. I mean, I assume he'll play week one. I don't know if it will be a full load or or uh, whatever. Certainly hurt anybody it's who took a, a pitch count essentially of twenty to twenty five snaps. Yeah, uh, certainly hurts anybody who, who 20, might 20 have, touches, I should say. But yeah. yeah. Hurt, hurt anybody who might have taken a shot on Troy Pollard in, in their various fantasy traps. Um, Cowboys laying seven against the Giants, who have a chance to be in the bottom three of this year and just be tr- truly, truly awful. Um, I'm not trusting either of these teams, so I have this as a stay away. What about you, Craig? Yep. Uh, I, I'm taking the Cowboys. Yeah, okay. I just think that they're, like, they're, the Giants are bad. They're very bad. Yeah. They're 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 not a good team. Uh, no, I'm 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 taking the Cowboys. I think this is going to be a laugher. Yeah. The but, argument against taking the Cowboys, I think, would be if Eli's got one last game in him, this would probably be, be it, right? <laughs> going to Dallas and winning a game. Yeah. But like, think about this. This game is usually the like this Giants team is so bad. This is not the sunday night game right now i realize you we mentioned some special circumstances they wanted like the patriots are, are going to be playing in the sunday night game because they're not playing in the thursday game and they just won the super bowl sort of a thing but still uh it's really you, you feel like it's got to chap the ass of the uh the nfl just a little bit that they weren't allowed to have giant like packers bears on thursday and then giants cowboys sunday night right yeah, or they could have put uh, Giants Cowboys where New Orleans and Houston is for the Monday nighters. True, true. Yeah, just uh, yeah, upsetting. Uh, Bill, Giants getting seven points on the road. What do you think? I gotta go Cowboys here. I the, the Giants are one of those teams again that I feel got worse. And with the signing of of Zeke, I feel like Dallas at least got themselves back to on par from last year. Um, so I think Dallas comes out as a as a pretty decent team, and I think the Giants come out as the opposite. The game's in Dallas. I'll take a seven-point spread. I'm not worried about it. Um, how do you feel about the Cowboys going forward, Craig? I've I've kind of changed my tune in this over the last couple of weeks. I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. like, the defense won't be as good as last year. I think the offense is going to be a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think they're probably a playoff team. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Uh, last game of the 4 o'clock slate, the San Francisco 49ers are heading to Tampa Bay again, yet another South Florida game, uh, to take on the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers laying one, and I think this was a pick earlier in it the week. It definitely was, because that's what I've got here. So, um, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something that I told myself several times over these last few years that I, that I would never do again after being burned by them so many times. I think the Bucks are the right play here. What do you think, Greg? I like the Niners. Really? Okay. I I just I just think that the Bucks defense like I'm be horrible. It's true. I'm scared by the Niners though. I don't think uh this I I'm worried. I'm 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 I got to say I'm I'm worried about this Jimmy G thing. It is concerning to me. This this Jimmy G thing is is certainly concerning to me. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I think for this particular game, I, I, for this particular game, I think the right play is the Bucks. What do you think, Bill? I'm with the Bucks. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously it's good that it's a problem. Just stand back in the pocket and wait for guys to get open. Yeah, I, I think like, San Francisco's capable of moving the ball ever so slowly, but Tampa Bay, when they play well and when they tend to play well against bad defenses, they can move the ball pretty quickly. Oh, I yeah. think Tampa Bay is going to score some points in this game. I'm not sure the 49ers will be able to keep up. So, oh, I think them. Tampa Bay is going to score too. I just think that the Niners are going to have the ball a lot and just kind of grind the game a little bit. Yeah, but you give me a, a pick 'em uh, with two fairly evenly matched teams, I'll take the home dog. They are, yeah, the Bucks are depending. You can find them as a pick them probably somewhere still. Either that or there's a short home favorite, and I love mm-hmm. loves me some short home favorites. So I don't know. I just I think I think it, this could be one of those games where we look up and the Bucks are up like twenty eight nothing. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see, obviously. <laughs> that be something, because that means they've got the Niners off the field a few times in a row. I just think this defense, that defense has a chance to be just tremendously bad. Yeah. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Sunday night matchup, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, who have jettisoned Antonio Brown and, and all of his nonsense, and we'll get to him in a bit. Uh, <laughs> they are taking on the potato faces uh, that are the New England Patriots. The Patriots laying six as the defending Super Bowl champions. Uh I just uh, every time these two teams hook up, something weird happens, and I feel like this game has a high potential to be the first game that is decided by the pass interference replay rule. <laughs> right? Oh yeah, we were talking about that last time, but I think yeah, it's, I, I, so yeah, yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up. You cannot challenge pass interference. Yeah, okay. and there has to be clear, indisputable visual evidence. That the receiver was interfered with, they're going to say there was. Or... And it's just one of your regular challenges, or yep. do you have one special for passing interference? One regular challenge. Yep. And if you win, you don't lose a timeout and all that stuff. Yeah. Yep, same so thing. You lose the, yep, okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I just think that there's going to be a situation, I think you're right, where like, you know, a, 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 a Pittsburgh guy uh, gets called for, or, or a, a New England defensive back gets called for pass interference. Belichick throws a flag, the, the call gets called off, Pittsburgh has to punt. And New England goes down the field and wins the game. Like I, I wish, I wish I could bet on that exact script. <laughs> Do you think this will make refs a little more aggressive in calling it since they know it can come back? No, I don't think it'll make much of a difference. Yeah. Just because it can, it, not only can it come back, but it can go the other way too. Or like you know, no one wants to get overturned on replay. So no, no. Uh, Patriots minus six. What do you think? Chris? I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah, I, I. I you don't make money betting against Bill Belichick in week one, so I'm not going to do it. I have it as a stay away because I don't like laying six against what I think is going to be a, a decent football team. Uh, but uh, if, if you're one of those compulsive types who just has to gamble, then I say you take the Patriots. Uh, Bill, anything to add on this one? I like the Steelers. Okay. All it's right. Just, it's not week nine or later, so the Patriots aren't trying. <laughs> um, I just think the Steelers will be able to keep this close. And if, if they're going to be able to keep it close, I, I think the Steelers will be better than people. A lot of people think, oh, Antonio Brown is gone. So they're going to like, that's obviously a blow. But I still think the the beauty of the Steelers is they had a solid offensive scheme. Uh, and that's not going anywhere. So I, I think the Steelers will be able to keep this one fairly close. I think it gets settled by a score at the end. And I think it'll be less than seven or less uh than six. I did mention to Craig uh, via the text message a couple of days ago that um, I am doing what I believe is my civic duty to finally end this Patriots dynasty, or at the very least put an end to Tom Brady. And I bet uh, the Patriots over win total this year at oh, oh. Uh, 11 and a half. And also I bet them to win the Super Bowl before oh. the season started because they're seven to one. Why wouldn't the Patriots potentially win the Super Bowl again? And you're never going to see seven to one again as the season goes on, right? Like it's by the time the playoffs start, the Patriots are going to be like you're going to be like laying money in order to take the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. So, uh, so there's that. Although there there might be like week six where everyone's like, does Brady still have it? Yeah. Well, we uh, had that we had that game last year, and it yes. happened in a Steelers game, right? And <laughs> By the way, Brady doesn't really still have it. They really he doesn't went it, apparently. Yeah, they they went into a real like game manager thing. It, I mean, there was a game against the Steelers last year where he couldn't like the 2001 Patriots offense and the 2006 Patriots offense. Put it yeah, that way. exactly. It's it's so weird. Yeah, he's not he's not exactly slinging it. But you know, I, as I say this, he'll go out and like throw five touchdowns or something. Yeah, against the Steelers. he's the worst. Yeah, he is not a a a good man. Well, guys, sometimes the man who has everything just gets a little bit more uh <laughs> monday night doubleheader again because it's week one they love to do the, the week one doubleheaders uh a couple of fun matchups one more so than the other one uh the houston texans are heading into new orleans the saints are laying seven what excuse me take the texans this is this is insane i don't i don't know well, the texans are stupid but yeah. i guess office stupid doesn't really impact you on the field stuff no but like uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously it was the Bill O'Brien thing, right? Like the the fact that he's coach GM or whatever, and and you know they they traded a few other guys and and unnecessarily the like the Jadavian Clowney thing, I I I don't get the Laramie Tunsil thing. You can sort of get, um, or like you can at least see the rationale there of of we 
you know, we've been given this gift of uh, Deshaun Watson and we just watched a division rival lose uh, what should have been a Hall of Fame quarterback who won a couple of Super Bowls. Because he got uh, physically abused. Because he got brutalized. And here the Texans have a quarterback who was unable to go on a plane last year because his ribs and lungs hurt so damn bad. So they looked at that and they said, that's not going to happen to us. And they went and they they got their left tackle. Um, but like... It, Ignoring all of that, how many week one eggs have we seen the New Orleans Saints lay over the last few years? And we're going to go and, and we're going to lay seven with the with the Saints against a a, a, a very good offense? Yep. Like, oh. like, yeah. that, that doesn't make sense to me. Every year the Saints choke at home against the against somebody. It, so I I don't know I mind that the choke at home last year was uh, wasn't it 48 to 41 was the final score of that particular football game yeah so but that was at also least some of the team choked fair, but I, right. I get what yeah, you said you understand but that was also Ryan Fitzpatrick in the Bucks wasn't it right oh yes, that's year? exactly who it was yeah it's it's I don't know they just they love the week one egg uh, the Saints and like that said. Like when I say you're right, when I say week one egg, I mean, this game is probably going to end up like 40 to 35 for one of these teams. Right. But I, I fully expect the Texans to cover this game. Uh, what say you, Craig? Uh, yeah, no, their week one loss two years ago was to a Vikings team that went up going 13 and three in the Vikings. Yeah. Run. And there was an RG three, RG three's rookie year. And I know I'm, I'm going a little, you know, way back like car seats on this one, but there was a week one loss to the only Washington on the state roster who's st- who was on the roster for that game. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then before that, it was the crazy, uh, 34, 35 loss against the Raiders in, in week one of 2016 season. That Raiders team wound up going yeah. 12, four. Um, oh yeah, that was the car. That was, that, that was a, that was a Jack Del Rio going for two at the end of the game. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He went for two and then car like blew out his knee in like week 15 or whatever. Right. And the yep. people thought the Raiders had a shot that year. Yeah. That was a that was a good Raiders team. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually just looking. The, the Saints haven't won mm-hmm. in Week One since they had lost in overtime against Atlanta during that. That was a great game. I remember that. Oh, of course, every a... time the Saints and the Falcons play, it's always Saints they, they haven't won a Week One game since 2013. So there you go. Oh, that's something. Yeah. So uh, and a lot of those are home games. Better than a lot of those teams. Maybe yeah. not all of them, but yeah. So I don't understand this minus seven. I'm I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Texans. Uh, what do you think, Bill? I, I kind of like the Texans too. I think the Saints get a lot of credit for these some of these high flying games where they score big on bad teams, but the Texans are not that team. Um, they they tend to play close games with good teams like everyone else does. So uh, I would go with the Texans. I'll take the points when it's uh, when it's two good teams. Uh, I forgot to mention earlier, Craig, when you when you mentioned that the final score of Baltimore and Miami might end up being like 17-3. The over-under for that game, 37 and a half. Yeah, that seems a lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. <laughs> that is not good. Uh, last game of the Monday night one. The Raiders are laying one point against your boys, Craig. The Denver Broncos. Um I have this just as such a massive stay away to me, but if I had, if I had to bet it, Greg, I am going to ignore completely one of the gambling adages, which is take the short home favorite. And I would take your Denver Broncos. <laughs> Look, I just, but I will not have a single solitary cent of my money on this football game. Um, what say you about your boys facing this Raiders team that. There's wow. some, <laughs> Uh, I also am not betting on this game. I think that the Broncos are going to win this football game. Yeah. I mean, division matchup. God, it's just this Antonio Brown stuff is, is weird. Like this is, this is even in the like darkest Randy Moss days. Moss didn't do stuff back to back to back, you know. Like, it's just always it's always something. It's something always with something. Antonio Brown, right? Like it's just like this is an all time like again Terrell Owens, same thing. Like I don't know, like Antonio Brown just seems like he's trying to out diva the all time diva wide receivers, <laughs> and it's so weird because we never saw any of this really while he was in Pittsburgh. Like we got these like weird inklings, and a couple times he got flagged for like twerking and stuff like that, but. 
Twerking. A few blow-ups on the sideline. Too. Yeah, but Jesus. You know, I, other than that, it was just a few like really weird haircuts, right? And <laughs> not much else. This is just bizarre what is going on. And the, the Raiders are carrying four quarterbacks. It's like, what the fuck? Are, they don't know what the fuck they're doing, no. is, is what I'm just trying to say. Uh, go ahead, Craig. No, uh, the entire thing's a disaster, and I think that the Antonio Brown sideshow might derail the entire season. I would have had no problem with most teams. Well, I don't even know if most teams is the right word, but a lot of teams training for Antonio Brown if they, if. But it was just going to be such an easy thing to sort of hijack it and have it become a sideshow because there just wasn't enough uh, structure in place. So, yeah, I, I'm 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 concerned about the Raiders. Put it that way. Yeah. Well, they're all yours. Vic. Concerned in a good way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you think they're... this was just to put bodies in seats? Ah, uh, no. I, well, there's some of that. Like, they, they have to sell seats in Las Vegas next year. Mm-hmm. There's some of that. I, I think that they're like, oh, Antonio Brown for a third-round pick. We'll take that without thinking to themselves, why do we get Antonio Brown for a third-round pick? <laughs> yeah. I think it's that. Well, it's also just John Gruden. At like, I mean, he hasn't – God, this is so bad. Take the Raiders under for the over for the season total. This, is, this has potential to be really very incredibly bad. And I don't trust. They do have a lot of draft picks, and giving up a third for Antonio Brown on paper probably a smart move. But again, that's on paper, as Craig just you know alluded to with that joke. I mean, God damn it, man! It is it is so strange. And as as a Lions fan, I gotta say I have seen some shit. But uh, this is even to me. This is this is bizarre. This is incredibly bizarre. Uh, how do you feel about this one, Bill? Raiders laying one at home. Give me the Broncos. Yeah, I think so. So all three of us are on the Broncos uh, this week. Ignoring one of the old gambling adages, which is take the short home dog. Uh, or sorry, the short home favorite. Um, all right. So that is it for week one. Before we get into our five picks of the week, uh, let's go ahead and give our uh, Super Bowl predictions this year. Uh, what do you think, Craig? Super Bowl. Philadelphia Eagles will lose Super Bowl. Against Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, okay. Andy Reid Bowl. <laughs> Not bad. I like it. That's got plenty <laughs> of matchups, and you're picking Kansas City to go over to borrow a term from wrestling. Uh, what about you, Bill? Super Bowl prediction. Um, I can't just say Vikings versus Vikings. No, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm going to make you make a real pick. But if you want to put the Vikings in there, fucking go for it. I don't care. Yeah, I I think. Let's see. So like, I'm, dream big, Bill. Dream big. Dream big. Say, okay, let's say Patriots Vikings. I mean, oh, solid God. team. Let's go. I, I got a bet on the Patriots because I hate them. Yeah. And, you know, everybody knows how football never goes the way you want it to. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who are you picking uh, to win said Super Bowl? I can't pick the Patriots. I can't even say that out of my mouth. So Vikings. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say the, uh, my, my Super Bowl prediction is a rematch of the Philly special. And I'm going to say the new England Patriots are going to play the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to say that the Eagles go over again. And, uh, Tom Brady, again, the man who has everything, uh, will just look back and be like, Hey, remember the time you played a bunch of those NFC East teams in the Super Bowl? How'd those go? Although <laughs> 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 oh, I guess they beat Philly once. So, uh, one and yeah, four against the Philly NFC once. Um, Bill. Defending champion, I believe, and I know you're at least the all-time leader. Uh, go, why don't you go ahead and kick us off for the 2019-2020 National Football League season with your five picks for Week One? Okay, so a lot of these kind of very much go against you guys. So we'll see how it goes. I got Tampa Bay. I got Pittsburgh. I got the Jets. I got the. Arizona Cardinals as rookie QBs. They're always good every time. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, the Chicago Bears. Uh, well, you got to remember that the Detroit Lions faced a rookie QB last year who on his very first pass in the National Football League threw a pick six. And one of the ugliest looking pick sixes and stupidest pick sixes you'll ever see running away, throwing across field or across his body, across field, underneath. And... Uh, after that, everything pretty much went well for the New York Jets after that, and they easily won the football game, and I remember being very upset. Uh, so you got Tampa, Pittsburgh, Jets, Cardinals, and Bears, Craig Needles. Who you got? Carolina Panthers. All right. Give me the Browns. 
I think we will look back on this game and say, wait a minute, the Browns were five and a half point favorites against Tennessee at home. Why wasn't that number 18? Uh, <laughs> maybe not 18. Uh, but yes, give me the Browns. Uh, I will also be taking the Dallas Cowboys. I will take the Arizona Cardinals. And my last pick is going to be the New England Patriots. Ooh. All right. Um, I like those picks. Uh, f- I'm going to make it a clean sweep on the Cardinals. Uh, I'm making the sharp play. I'm Give me Jacksonville plus the four. I'm going to take Carolina. I'm going to go with Craig on that one. I'm going to take Indy. I think that line's too high. I'm just I'm going with my gut on that one, and, and I can see the Chargers losing this game because a kicker missed a field goal, as always. And for my fifth pick, I am going to take your boys, Bill. I'm going to lay the points with the Vikings because I feel like I should at least lay one one game, and uh, I feel like the Vikings got a chance to do some real damage in that game. So Who better so, than them? Who better than them? Uh, so that is it for week one on the Crossover Podcast. Crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Got to get those download numbers up. Uh, the three of us will be back next week, perhaps a day earlier, to add break down actual games that we will have watched which you know that will be nice and uh uh, going forward for the other side um not a lot going on but in september but i know it kicks up in october because like uh, that walking phoenix joker movie is coming out that is basically going to to break comic twitter the second it comes out uh i think it is going to be really fucking good uh so I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, yeah, and then I know a few other things. So I know we haven't done comic book stuff in a while, but uh, it's going to ramp up at the end of the year. And then once Disney Plus comes out, um, basically my head will explode uh, with joy. Uh, Craig Needles, Bill Needles, uh, looking forward to the 2019-2020 journey with you gentlemen. Uh, thanks for coming on this week. Thank you. You got it. All right. Uh, take care, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. Crossover Podcast.